Welcome to the Tooth or Dare podcast with Irene and Katrina. The only dental podcast to bring you a Canadian RDH and an American RDH. These ladies bring you mic-dropping interviews with your favorite social media peeps and epic people doing amazing things in dentistry. Now let's put our over-gloves together for Tooth Life Irene and Katrina the Wine Genist. episode of the tooth or dare podcast peeps with your peeps irene and katrina drinking her whatever shake she's drinking what is up girlfriend my protein shake brings all the irene's to the yard and they're like it's better oh than, my that's my song for you i love your songs for me my protein shake um hey girl i'm how are you today mm. Having a, my sip of my second cup of coffee. Ooh. I'm living my best life-ish. So good. How are you? I'm 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 so good too. I you know yeah. I had a busy week this week because I normally I don't work clinically five days in a row, mm-hmm. but I did this week and I had some like really amazing cases like surgically. Which I saw was so cool. Um, and then I had, so, you, you know, part of my role is I, I like work in the op with the doctor, but then I also see doctors consults for him or her. Yeah. And it was like, you know, you have one of those weeks where it's like all of your patients are weirdos, like all of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're like, I think it was like, was it, was is I'm convinced that, you know, the saying once in a blue moon. Yeah. Well, once in a blue moon is actually not that rare. It's when you have two full moons in a month. So I think this last week was the blue moon, and I'm convinced that when once in a blue moon hits, which is the second time of the month that you have a full moon, yeah, um, that's when that's when all the weirdos come out. That's when the weirdos come to the dental office. They're like, like, I'm weird. Let's get a dental cleaning. (laughs) I've never had anyone spit on my floor. Like, like miss the cup. Um, oh. and, and it was like everyone missed the cup. So then it's like an extra five minutes of disinfection mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. sterilizing the floor. Which, speaking of sterilizing the floor, uh, this lovely episode is sponsored by our peeps at Hugh Freedy. Mm-hmm. So thank you to our peeps at Hugh Freedy for sponsoring this episode. And um, speaking of sterilizing the floor, I've been on an infection control binge. Like oh. infection control um what what is what, what like is, what CE is one binge? Oh, a CE binge. Okay, I was like, yeah, what does like one's infection binge. control binge look like? A- CE binge. Yeah, I've been on a CE binge. So and, much to um, learn. So much to learn, and some of the favorite resources are like your second employer, like the CDC, like the, yeah. because you have become you have become the CDC. Um, but I've been having a hard time finding areas or places to access things like CDC related, meant for dentistry, yeah. and like. Um, OSAP and OSHA and Hugh Freedy's changed their website platform, which I am loving. So I don't know if you've seen it yet, but they have a tab at the top when you go to HughFreedy.com that's just strictly infection prevention. Mm-hmm. And from there, they've got like a little list on the side. Of course, like you can view um, their products and their catalog at the top, but then it goes into like a series of infection control and prevention tabs and resources linked specifically from the websites, which I'm loving. So they have a tab that I was binging, which is instrument management and infection prevention resources. And it goes from the CDC, it goes to Organization for Safety, Asepsis and Prevention through OSAP, uh, practice and patient education stuff. And then it even has Canadian stuff. So it's not even American. Like it goes through the Ontario Canadian practices for safety and prevention. Yeah. And then you can download 
upload all of like the PDFs. And one fun fact that I did not know, they have a resource linked from the ADHA, provided by the ADHA, and this document outlines the CE requirements for dental hygienists for each state. And when I open it, it's like this cool chart from the ADHA, because of course it's orange, because ADHA is all about the orange. I did not realize that so it, first of all, the fees associated with being a dental hygienist per state are different. Yes. Which, I mean, I should have known because it's like that in Canada, but like some states like New York, the fee is $88, whereas in like Nevada, it's $300 a month or a year. Mm-hmm. Isn't that craziness that there's like such a fluctuation? Yeah. And then on top of that, um, that there are hours of required CE for infection control and prevention. So like certain mm-hmm. states, it looks like the average is about two, like two hours two per year three, of yeah. CE. Yeah. Some of them have more. Some of them allow like up to 30 hours of self-study. But I thought that was really cool. So yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, so, I'm nerding out. You're totally I was like, geeking totally, out. I love it. Yeah, this whole week I was like, as soon as that first person spit on my floor, I was yeah. like, "There's got to be more to this than than what I'm <laughs> doing." So let let let's ask the experts. And it just so happened that it happened to be the same week that we're doing a sponsored episode by Hugh Freddy. So that was really really cool. Um, so good and a great way to outline resources. So if you haven't checked that out, you need to check it out. Um, hughfreddy.com do it yeah top, check it, it out just it says just infection control and then of course like we all know about green light which is their mm-hmm. system in place for testing out what you know and what you don't know about infection control and prevention um and yeah so check check all of those fun fun things out what i love about those resources is that like how i'm sure you get this a lot because i speak on infection control and i'll get hygienists saying like well i, I need know. to have yeah. Well, yeah, first of all, yeah. I don't know. And then second of all, I need to be able to take this back to my doctor and let my doctor know, like, mm-hmm. this is what I'm seeing or whatever, you know? And so it's like, it's so nice to be able to have all of that in one, like, centralized area. So for those of you that, you know, feel like you have to present this information to your office manager or practice owner, um, it, it's right there and, um, right. you know, linked with the research behind it, which is so nice. It's so interesting that every state has so many different hours or how many mm-hmm. hours they require. Like CT. Yeah. What's CT? Is that Connecticut? That's Connecticut. Connecticut only has 16 hours every two years required for CE. Wow. One hour minimum infection control and one hour of cultural competency. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. Yeah. That's um, like learning about how to, you know, cultural sensitivity. Oh, uh, okay. You know. Which is why I don't know anything about that. and then there's like illinois which is 36 hours per year Mm -hmm. but they have no really stipulation on what those 36 hours are allocated to but no more than 50 percent of them can be allocated to one thing Mm -hmm. um i have to do 75 hours isn't that crazy a year a year Wow. No, 75 hours for three years. So oh, okay. I just I just did my registration, my, my renewal for yeah, my college this morning. I did it this morning because um, I was looking through all of this again. I was like, oh, damn, like it's time, um, which I th- thought was really funny. So I, how much do you pay? I paid $415 per year for my college, which does okay. not include my liability insurance 
or my association insurance, like my association dues. I want to clarify for the Americans that are listening to this that you're saying college, we call it our like state board. So right, and then like college right. for us is like where you, like where you went to school, and I think you right. went to what university. Okay, right. So for so, our state board here in Arizona, actually. I think because of COVID, they have waived uh, renewal fees for this year. <laughs> That's nice. So, but it's, ours went up and yours were ours. Yours ours are free. <laughs> it's free to clean teeth in Arizona. Oh, um, but man. I think normally it's like maybe three hundred dollars, and we renew every three years here. And then I have so my you license. Three hundred dollars every three years. I think so. Yeah. And then in ca- California, I'm licensed in California as well, and I think they are. every and I renew every two years I think in California I don't know just whenever whenever like the paper comes in the mail I like fill out the thing and write a check and then ours is every year and it's so intricate like so I log in I to the thing and then I um go to the renewal tab and then uh it makes you put down your home address your primary address of employment and then secondary if you have a secondary Mm -hmm. and it's interesting for people that like don't really have a primary like maybe they temp yeah if you put down your home address your home address gets listed on the registry including your phone number and mm. there's like a big disclaimer at the top that says if you do not have a primary place of employment and you have your home like your home will be added and then like there's like some uproar over that for facebook but on, on the facebook groups i mean like i get it because it's for the public they should be able to find you and Mm -hmm. I like that the public can find me because I've had patients come from other offices that I've worked at to find me but Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would have liked it so much if it was my home address and they knocked on my front door like that would have been weird yeah um and also for safety and whatever I don't have kids but if someone ever came home and Lou was home by himself and like a stranger knocked at the door I would be concerned for Lou's life yeah anywho um so yeah so you have to log into that and then it asks you to break down like your hours of working so it's like how many hour? How many weeks do you work per year? So I was like, all of them. I just yeah. like I, I. They want to know everything that you do, whether it's clinical or non-clinical. Hmm. So you put. So I don't know. I put down like fifty, forty-nine, because I'm sure I'll take like a couple of weeks off at some point, or like maybe over the course. Who knows? And then it's like, how many hours do you work per week? So I actually wrote it down, like. I broke down my week. Like, so I'm at the office for 12 hours a day. I come home and I do an extra three hours of work and da da da. So it's like 100 hours per week of work. And then they want to know, like, what percentages of that is hygiene versus admin versus education versus it's just, it's a lot. Wow. Um, Yeah. And then you have to do a practice profile, which breaks down your whole practice profile. Yeah, I remember you talking about that when I actually when you and I met at the yeah. Hugh Freedy HQ in um, Chicago. I remember being fascinated with that. It, you have to like set personal objectives of like things that you yeah, want to and goals. Yeah, yes, which is um, I, I think that's cool. I mean, it's it, I understand it's a lot of work because I, I can't remember who we were talking to about. I it. don't do it on the platform anymore because it is really time consuming. So I save it on my own like little Google Drive, and mm-hmm. then every time I complete a CE course or I read something, I just copy the link and put it into the Google Drive. Because then yeah, I'm always afraid that their platform is gonna like yeah. crash, and then everything that I've done on their platform 
is going to go up in smoke. So, I mean, I, I keep a record of it, but I don't log into my CDHO every time mm-hmm. I do something because I do something so frequently. Mm-hmm. So I have like the link bookmarked in my in my tab of like C, of CE stuff that I do. And I'm like, I super exceed 75 hours. Of course, of, yeah. Right, but yeah. still. Anywho, so that's that's that. That's, that's any what of your, I'm all about this week. Does any of your CE, like because you deliver programs, does any of that count or no? No. Okay. I know some, I was looking at, at that. Some states allow that. Yeah. Some states in the little thing. Or if, if you've uh, um, written an article or reviewed articles, like if you're on a, an, an advisory board and you, I don't articles, know. I honestly don't know what the, what the, I haven't ever looked into it. Mm, so okay. I don't, I don't, but now I should, I guess I should, but no, I guess, I don't know. I don't consider it. I wouldn't consider it me learning something from myself speaking because I already know that stuff. So I would have considered it learning something new when I was putting the program together. Because right. mm-hmm. then you're, I'm spending, I don't know, you spend like 100 hours putting together a program. Like, okay. I don't think people realize how much time Somebody goes asked, into like a brand new. Brand I know. New. If, you're, if you're refacing something, yeah. you're taking a three-hour lecture and, and you're it, turning it yeah. into like two, two one and a half hours. Like that only takes me maybe like... 30 hours to do to reface it not Mm -hmm. to just like pull slides apart but to create a brand new lecture of something that I've never spoken on before might take me 80 to 100 hours it'll take me a good a week of work of like literally okay so somebody asked me that the other day um you know how, how many hours does it take and it's like well I mean are you talking about like uh, mouse click on PowerPoint or are you talking research? Right. I mean, cause, and people don't realize right. that it's, it, it is a lot and it's a lot because obviously you want your, you know, slides to like house right. all the information, but and you look, also don't want to get, and look good and look good. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's expensive because now every company that at least almost every company that I work with, they require needs stock to have photos. yeah mm-hmm. stock yep. photos, yep. licensed music, yep. licensed videos. So I create my own videos now. So then you're getting into content oh, yeah. creation. Yep. yep. So it's, it's the new, the new PowerPoint presentations. It's not like as easy as going to Google and Google images and like snapshot stuff or screenshot yeah. of the stuff and throwing them into a into a PowerPoint presentation at least for me yeah, some people same. still do that I don't well the thing is we're gonna move in that direction so for the people who aren't doing it right now it's gonna be a lot of work for them to have to completely reface their entire program when right. these companies are asking for all these stock image um, rights you know I agree I totally agree that you know, you should have your own licensed stuff, mm-hmm. licensed videos, licensed photos, and or at least permissions to use them. Permissions, exactly. Yep. I give you permissions to use my stuff if you give me permissions to use yours. You can use whatever you want of mine, Irene, Irene. Whatever you Yay. want. I just want you to be Yay. happy. Yay. Okay. Um, <laughs> are we Are we doing Are we doing our episode? Do you know who it is? I don't know. Oh, would you like a, a hint? Give me or a hint. A song. No, I want a song. I want a song. I always want a song. You always want a song. Okay. Yeah. Um so it's a it rhymes with the main lyrics of the chorus of this song. Okay. This person rhymes with it. Okay. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. I'm gonna play it for you. Okay. You're oh you're not gonna sing it? Can't touch this. Can't touch this. 
can't touch this. The same three syllables and it rhymes. Yeah. Do you want me to do the song with the name in yes, in place? Because I don't understand. Okay. I'm I, I, da, 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 da. Okay. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Just floss it. I can't touch this. Just floss it. Oh, yes. Oh, 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 just floss it. <laughs> No? No? Yes, I'm get so it again? excited. I'm excited. This Would you ever have put two and two together eventually? N- no. No. That would have, no, there's no... <laughs> I would not have gotten that. We would have been Even here though you all... were present during that interview. Uh... And we only have like, I don't know, maybe 10 episodes oh, wow. left to release. You wouldn't... No, no, no. light bulb went off at no. all. No. I, okay. I would have started right. listing off people that we haven't interviewed. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yes, yes, yes. We are interviewing our friend Jasmine. Um, she who is this a was dental so hygienist. Awesome. This was this a was great a fun episode. episode. It was yeah, like it was really this was episode. like peeling back the curtains on being an influencer. And yeah, what I feel like really we could have gone into way more oh, nitty gritty, yeah, but sure. but we we maybe will do that as a part two. Yeah, but anywho, she's super too. awesome. So here is her episode, and we will catch you on the Z flip side. The flippity flip. Back to another episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast, Katrina. I feel like we've done this before. We've done this before. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is how, how many times in a row that I've said welcome Sorry. back to our peeps? Um, to you with your favorite peeps, Irene and Katrina. Irene um, and Katrina. How are, you, how are how are you, friend? Oh, I'm I'm so good. I'm here chilling at the Embassy Suites, and it's so good, and I'm loving it. Um, how are, are you? you? I, yeah, yeah, so good. I'm, I'm living I'm living my best nighttime skin routine yes, life. Yes, yes. I'm doing. I love the yes. nightlife. I like to boogie. Oh That's so good. You kill me. Where are you in the world? Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Where in the world is the dental wine chest? I am in Anaheim. In Chaim? Anna Anna Chaim. Lachaim. Anna Lachaim. Yeah. Lachaim, yeah. <laughs> um California. And are you delivering a program? A the dental wine genist is here delivering a program. A three day program. It's a lot a lot of this ginger like for these board, poor humans. Board, board review stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a three day board prep. These poor students. Look at you. Look at you getting students smart. Yeah, I just want everybody to be smart and brilliant and we have a guest who is smart and brilliant. She's I know, I'm in, stoked she's on sitting this. in her She's sitting in her like blue light district room. I don't know if it's She's blue so or purple cute. or pink or whatever, but it's like the most adorable thing in the entire world. What yes. is up, Jasmine? How are you? Hi, AKA guys. Miss Just Flosset on the gram. Yes. Just Flosset. Yes. Just Flosset. Don't brush it. Don't brush it. Just floss it. <laughs> just floss it. That's it. People don't know me by Jasmine at all. They're just like, just floss Really? Yep. I oh. guess that's my name now. I should change my birth certificate. I feel the same way sometimes. Yeah, but you you have a first name and it's Jasmine. You have a last name and it's Capra. And we're so happy to have you. Yes, welcome. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you Thank so you much. Here. I'm so excited. We're excited to have Aww, you. So for people at too. home, people at home that don't know what we're looking at right now, you're in this like beautiful room. You've got this like glowy sign behind you. You look adorable, by the way. Did you just finish Thank a day you. of like hygiene? 
Yeah. And it smells Get like it, hygiene. Yeah, everything. It smells like, like hygiene. Just, everything, I just yeah. reek of like perio, uh, yeah. smoke, cigarettes, yeah. you name it. The I, whole thing. Spirochetes, Vibrio. I, I want to go to your dental office. People are smoking while they're getting their teeth clean. That sounds like a party. <laughs> no, but you know that, like, that like smoking, <laughs> yeah. like. Breath, yeah, that's like yeah. It, the residual it sits in your pores. Yeah, like you have one person that's a tobacco user. First of all, they're lying about it, but you can smell the tobacco like coming yeah. out of their gums oh. as you're exactly. Using the you're just you're like, like oh. mm-hmm. so. Are, do you smell? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no never. Oh, oh okay. okay. Mm-hmm. It's just that's just your cologne. That's just that's that's just the 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 smokiness the of cologne. your cologne. The tobacco. Yeah, cologne. yeah. Oh my gosh, we have so many <laughs> questions. We have so many questions for yes. you. Yes. We I don't know. We we kind of start from the bottom and then we get here we kind of do one of those yeah. things so like started <clears throat> tell from the me bottom, about now we're here that's where there now you go here. that's look, right look. yes <laughs> can we say that she's the only guest that has actually sung the song with us I know this is really good I, would anyone down rap. I mean I'm not the best rapper but I'd be I'd be <gasps> so down no I'm just kidding I wish what? I had rapping skills because I would be making reels all day with my rapping skills yeah <laughs> Uh, okay before we get to the reels let's talk about you as a a human being forget about what we see on social media forget about like all of the cute fun amazing things let's talk about you as like young jasmine who is young jasmine but pre-dental hygiene pre all of the fun stuff we see like tell us about you as a little human where did you grow up where did you do where'd you go to school partially in Thousand Oaks and Simi Valley, which is located in Ventura County, California. It's a small like town where everybody knows everybody. You can't get away no matter where you move to. You always end up coming back to the the little town. Um, Mm -hmm. My parents split up when I was very young at about five years old. Um, But prior to that, my father came here from Mexico and he came here when he was about 17 years old. And my parents met when they were about 19, had me at 20. Surprise. Oh, wow. Yay. <laughs> and um, my my parents having me so young quickly had to figure out a way to finance their child and pay their way through life. So my dad decided to go back to hygiene, to school, sorry, and decided to pursue dental hygiene. And oh, cool. so, so your dad I was know. a dental hygienist? Yeah, my dad was a no dental way. hygienist. He was two out of, I think, two males out of his whole entire class because the rest mm-hmm. were female, of course. We need more what males. What year was this? Yes, we do. Yeah. Wow, this was probably like at least 15 years ago, at least. So 15 years ago. It must have been like 17 2000, years 2000, 2000, okay. All right. I'm going to say 17. Cool. And wow. then... Um, I graduated high school. He kept, you know, putting in my brain, like, you should become a hygienist. You would love it. You would be so great at it. And I slowly began to do my prerequisites for dental hygiene. And in the midst of all that, I was also looking at a dental school in Mexico. And I was so close to pulling the trigger and it to go to a dental school in Mexico located in Guanajuato, Mexico. That's pretty cool. I had no idea. I don't, I don't. And I, I mean, I follow you on social media and I see a majority of your stuff, but I never knew that your dad was a hygienist. Yeah. That's really awesome. Yeah. And did you know that, that Katrina? I did not know that. No, no. this is so mm-hmm. good. Cool. Yeah. My dad uh, later pursued becoming a dentist and didn't really look back since then. So, so um, he's a dentist now. Yes, he is a dentist now. And I'm a dental hygienist. Wow. wow. <laughs> that is so cool. Have, is your dad, you know who else practice? we interviewed that 
we interviewed remember when, uh, i don't know if you were if you it was me this. or whitney sorry uh okay. kerpa same situation with kerpa who was on the bachelor when we interviewed her nobody had an idea that her dad uh, and her mom were both dentists and she's a hygienist anyways fun fact oh, that is all a in very the family fun fact. keep it in the fun family. fact <laughs> so good so and you, you never you wanted def- to work with your dad I do actually want to work with my dad. My dad graduated around funny coincidence uh, about a year prior to me graduating hygiene school and um, to get his feet wet because he still had to come back here because he went to school in Mexico, the same school that I was looking at. And uh, he decided to get his feet wet with corporations. Unfortunately, corporations here don't have much of a good rep. And uh, he is still in that area. And so I choose to work for a private office. And until my dad uh, buys his private practice, then I will continue working for my two lovely, awesome dentists that I currently work for. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. DSOs are a tough, tough world to work in. And, you know, to to props to your dad, like he'll learn a lot about Mm -hmm. business management. He'll learn a lot about putting um, strategies and protocols in place. I think like 80% of what I've implemented into my practice were from my DSO days of like how to maximize your billing, how to maximize what you do in your time. And then just setting in great recall systems. Like he will be tenfold above his other classmates that went into like a GP practice, um, mm-hmm. just strictly by how things are implemented. You know that really well, Katrina, working with AZ Perio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I really, I think I, I do agree. And I think that's, that's a foundational piece. I actually started working in DSOs as well when I first graduated from hygiene school. And, and I do think that DSOs will teach you a lot. Um, but being able to work in a, a private office um, gives you the opportunity to, I think, have um, your own autonomy. And of course, be able to connect with patients, integrate the, the right to, you know, procedures, the the things that you want to be doing in your practice. And I think it'll be so good for you to help your dad bridge that gap when he's ready to, which is awesome. So walk us through, you go, you go to hygiene school, you went to hygiene school where? In California? Yes, it's located in Oxnard. So I went to Oxnard College, uh, okay. which is also located in Ventura County. Um, I went there for two years. It, we started off 19 girls, an all class of girls. So it was very mm-hmm. awesome. Um, and then slowly from 19 to 16, graduated, um, found, went through a couple different offices and then found my home, thankfully, after about six months. And now I work for two general dentists, three days at one and two days at another. Where do you film all your stuff? Where's your awesome assistant? What is her name? <laughs> Helen. Helen. What, Helen. So is that one office? Because I don't that see a whole lot from the other office. So I I have two totally different like spectrum office one my one dentist he's very young he's very hip and like all about like social media and is down for whatever I want to do in the beginning when I told him what I wanted to do with just floss it and I remember even telling him here are the names I'm thinking of do you like them he was like this is weird and do you think people are going to like it I was like yes I do I'll tell you what I'm going to do and I told him all my crazy ideas and he was like okay like I'm game for whatever you want to do like I support it. Wow. And so it's kind of just grown into like a family thing that I get to show off like 
wow, like this is my family at work. Like it truly is fun. And my other office, my dentist is more quiet, kept himself. Like he's very shy, very, very shy. It takes a lot for even to talk to like patients about just normal day-to-day stuff. So, and he's not on social media at all. (laughs) No way. (laughs) Yeah. So when he started to find out what I did, because I started bringing in a lot of patients to both practices, he was like, what are you doing? Like, I don't understand where you're finding all these people. And I was like, well, I have a social media and I tried to explain him what I do. And he's just like, oh, so like you're (laughs) a rep for a company. And I was like, no, (laughs) no, no, not quite. (laughs) kind of but it's my own company (laughs) yeah he just like doesn't really understand it so I just don't push it on him because it's not that he doesn't want it it's just it's not him so sure (laughs) so help us bridge this gap so you graduate from hygiene school and you kind of mentioned early on that you wanted to get into like fashion design fashion marketing um, and, but mm-hmm. you went to hygiene school. So help us kind of understand wh- how did you get onto this, this path where you are or where, where you are now all over social media? How, how did that happen? Well, it's crazy because my husband is actually a director and a filmmaker. So he directs oh. and produces like commercials and, uh, does a lot of campaigns for fashion companies like swimsuits and models and so he's kind of already in that world and when I had graduated I had graduated in May so I got my license in about July or August Uh, we had actually gone on this trip to the mountains about five hours away from my house and um, we were stuck in the middle of nowhere in the mountains it was snowing and we were having a cup of coffee and my husband goes you've always wanted to be in the fashion world. Like you're great with people. You're you, it just flows easily for you. Like, why don't we do something together? And I was like, Oh gosh, another one of his crazy ideas. (laughs) And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, the dental world is missing something. And he's like, I can't tell you what that something is, but it's missing a spark. And he's Mm -hmm. like, when I look at dental stuff, it's very boring. Like it has, very boring dialogues, very boring ads, campaigns. And he was like, why don't we spice it up the way that bloggers and um, influencers are talking about fashion, clothes, uh, makeup, deodorant, I don't know, bikinis, uh, you name it, they're talking about it. He's like, why don't you do that with dental stuff? And I was like, you really think people would listen to me? And he's like, duh. (laughs) He's like, I really think they would listen to you. And I was like, I've never seen anybody else like do this. Like, I I mean, at the time I didn't really see anybody and I was like, well, how do I go about doing it? Like, do I talk about my experience through hygiene school? And he's like, I think you should make it really short to the point and just very like one sentence. I went against everything he said. I started like, I was like, I'm going to be my real authentic self. And I'm going to tell you about the flaws that I have. I'm going to tell you about my insecurities. I'm going to tell you about all the downfalls I went through to get to where I'm at today, the pros and cons of hygiene, of dentistry. I'm just going to show forth the real truth. If people like it, cool. If they don't, peace. Like I'm just not for everybody, but I really, we really wanted to change the dental game. So I just started talking about things that I am passionate and that I love, which in particular is figs. I love um, fig scrubs. I started talking about them a lot. I started talking about Philips Sonicare and Colgate. 
um, I only talk about products and things that I love and somehow I just, you know, got to be partners with them and it just kind of grew from there. Like just floss it is not just me. Like it's not just Jasmine. Like my husband probably puts forth 80% of <laughs> the work. Like I'm okay. the person behind the screen, but he's the one like editing it. He's the one coming up with like treatments and um, stuff to turn in projects to turn into companies. Like he's the one yeah. that's doing all yeah. my behind the, the scene stuff. So what does That's that look awesome. like? So it's, it, I mean, does he conceptualize some of this too? Like, he's like, okay, babe, like today you're going to be like, you know, moonwalking with fluoride in your hand. And then we're going to take it from this different angle and this different angle and then do the splits yeah. and then like, we'll it's cut exactly it. Like, it's, it's, like, is that literally that. what it is? I have this it really is just that. And sometimes I'm like, mm, no, that's not going to work. And sometimes I'm like, that sounds absurd, but let's try it. And it works. Um, we just kind of collide both of our worlds. I'm by no means a model, but I've seen what he has had to deal with. And he's like, if you can be my muse, I'd rather you be my muse because we are actually making like an impact in the world versus like making insecurities within people through models or people thinking I'm not good enough. I don't look like that. So I feel like through my platform, we are able to project a better, um, what is the word? motivation, inspiration for other people. So one of the things that you talk about is this authenticity and, you know, coming forth and saying like, this is me, this is like, I've, I've failed, I've screwed up. Like I've done these things, like I've fallen, you know, I I think the, the interesting challenge of social media is that there's a highlights reel and then there's a behind the scenes reel. And oftentimes (laughs) those things are really different. So um, tell us a little bit about how you, work I mean I would imagine something do you do you ever look at something and you're like should I be sharing that like I don't know you know what I mean like do you is is there anything that you're like you struggle with feeling cute might might delete later kind of kind of feeling (laughs) you know what's funny is that I feel like in the very beginning I was a little bit insecure but I've grown to the point where I'm like I'm not wearing any makeup any and like today or my hair isn't done And that's okay. Like I'm a dental professional. I'm not here to be a catalog model or um, I don't know, a model in general. Like I'm here to be my real self. And yes, there has been times where I have definitely struggled sharing everything about myself. I really try and be as transparent with my following as possible uh, with my following as possible. But one instance is recently I went through a really bad depression Um, it went on for about two and a half to three months and it stunk every day. I had to get up and act like I was this happy person when inside I was, I really wasn't happy. And it had a lot to do with me not being able to get pregnant with my husband. And we have been trying for over a year and a half and it just really started to eat me up alive because I tried to have everything by the book that I've written, which is go to school, graduate, get the perfect job, get the perfect house, have the perfect husband. And I checked all those boxes. But the one box that I really, really wanted to check off was having a kid and I I can't do it. And so I think on social media, if there's one thing I want to talk about or be better about talking about is, you know, the life at home, like when you do leave those eight patients a day, it's like, 
you take in all that energy of those eight people a day, whether they're happy, sad, mad, and then you go home and you have to deal with your own emotions or whatever is going on in your life. And sometimes you don't know how to handle both things. (laughs) And that's exactly what I was going through. You know, every day patients ask me, oh, do you have kids? Or why don't you have kids? Or like, what's going on? Like, you should already have it. Or you bought a house and you don't have kids. That's weird. And it's like, no, it's not weird. Like, you have no idea my backstory. And I know that they don't mean it that way. But I feel like a lot of women could relate to me in a sense of like, even as much as you try to go buy the book or this playbook, sometimes that playbook gets thrown behind your your head and you're just like to hell with it. Like there's nothing I can do anymore. That's very powerful that you say that yeah. because a lot of people go through that. And I think on social media, we don't share. I'm, I'm 100% guilty of not sharing the behind the scenes negative parts because I feel like maybe that's just not what people want to hear, but that's the wrong mentality. It's the, we need to normalize that it's not normal to always be perfect right? and to yes. be perceived as perfect. And we, we all go through different things. Like this is your struggle. This is your challenge. This is what's happening in your life right now. And it it's powerful and it is a message that needs to be shared. Um, and it's strange because we go to social media for what we perceive to be the highlights. We want to see the Mm -hmm. cool, amazing things that people are doing. We want to be inspired by their awesomeness and then hold, hold on a second. They're sharing something personal, like that they're real humans behind what seems to be these beautiful filtered and edited photos. Like, I don't know. I didn't, did I sign up for that? Did I not sign up for that? We made, I made a comment like a, it's funny that every time I post a picture of my husband on my Instagram, I lose followers. I lose hundreds of followers a day whenever I post something about my personal life or my husband. So God forbid I should talk about having children. So like wait, what, why, why do you think that scary. is, Irene? Do you think people are like, oh, she's because got a hot husband, like I hate her. sign up for a certain thing. Okay. They sign up for a certain thing. And, it's, and predictability on social media is how you grow. And this is like the growth Formula 101 is find something that works for your followers and then keep Mm -hmm. doing more of that and delete the stuff that's not working because it's not going to help with your metrics and your algorithm. So when you see people start deleting things off of their page, you're like, oh, I thought there was a post about that. It's because you're trying to work with your algorithm to improve your metrics. So as soon as you start losing people... We feel and like can we I just side more. note that it's sad. It's and sad. And I don't know is if, I, if I can if I can say this, but fuck sure the algorithm. Like seriously, yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck the algorithm. I love it. Get oh, it no, girl. and I'm, I'm not saying that that's right. Because, yeah, yeah, I'm not saying no, right. I don't I'm agree saying with that it. it's wrong. Yeah, it is wrong, and I think that people have to realize, like, yes, we eat, sleep, and breathe teeth, but we also have like our lives at home and like. It's not picture perfect all the time. And that's okay. Like, and that's what I try to, I'm, and I hate using this word, but like mold my following to understand is that that's what they're going to get from me. So it's Mm -hmm. either you dip out now or you stay along for the ride because that's what it's going to be. Like either I'm going to try and be my most authentic self or I don't want to use this thing at all. Well, you think about you think about why you build this following. You think about why Phillips, why Colgate, why Figs reaches out to you, and it's because there's something more than just 
look at me in my operatory with my figs. You have an influence. People are connecting to you. People are connecting to who you are. There's a reason why like Beyonce has like a bajillion gajillion followers. It's because like people freaking love Beyonce for more than just like her songs and, you know, on tour, but like people know who she is as a person. She's got like a Netflix, you know, episode thing right now. Like, you know, people really, there's, there's a new wave. There's a new layer to what's happening on social media where I do think people are kind of diving in a little bit deeper. And I will say, um, I was, uh, I was, I'm not going to say where I was, but I was somewhere um, with uh, <laughs> some of our <laughs> colleagues who are not as connected to social media. And the the conversation of social media came up and somebody kind of rolled their eyes and they're like, oh yeah, Katrina puts, you know, everything out there on social media. And I'm like, oh yeah, I do. I, I don't mind. I mean, obviously I'm not like, I had a really bad date on OkCupid, you guys, you know, like I'm not doing that. But you, you see my dogs, you see my house, you see, like you're very similar to you, Jasmine. Like I, I'm, this is me. This is a part of my life. This is what I'm doing. Like I, I'm not ashamed of it. And, you know, there are a lot of people that feel uncomfortable just with that, that you, you know, that I'm showing pictures of my dogs because it has nothing to do with dentistry. And it's like, but the thing is, and to your point, we're not just dental professionals. There's so much more to who we are and who we are is what we bring to the operatory every day. When a patient sits down in my chair, like they're going to ask me, like, how are your dogs? How's your Midwest dad? Like, because those are parts of me. That's who I am. And it's one of the many reasons why computers will never replace what we do as dental professionals, right? Is the fact wow, that we very humanize that. Words What's right true, there. right? Like we do, we, we humanize something how that could, is. How could three, computers two, pick up those perfectly designed Hugh Fruity instruments? Like, I don't know. Let's talk about the unfolding of, um, <gasps> the unfolding of social media. We've talked about it before. And like, I love when people send me a DM and they want the, they want the playbook. And I'm sure, Katrina, if you've gotten that before with how do I become a speaker or how do I do this or how do I do that? And it's like this playbook that everyone thinks that we have written out. It's like you have what to follow What if that was a thing? One... <clears throat> right. It's not a thing, though, because every person is different. And as much as I would love to give someone advice and be like, OK, well, first you need to write out that da 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 and then you have to do this. Um, what's your what was your experience coming into the quote unquote paid partnership sponsorship world? Cause our experiences have been different. Um, how, how, how have you found it? Let me tell you like one piece of thing that I found maybe to give you some ideas. Like I find the contract negotiation part um, stressful. It's not so I don't do it yeah. anymore. <clears throat> I don't, I just don't do it anymore because I, I want my creativity to be, my creativity and I don't want it to be down to like the signing on the dotted line. So that's one thing that I've learned. What, what have you kind of learned from, from that aspect of the side of the I, business? Wow. I, I tell people all the time, I'm still learning. Like every day I'm learning with different companies that I work with. There's companies that have it all together and there's companies that don't. You and I and a few other dental influencers, I feel like, have entered at such a wonderful time because it hasn't existed before. So we are we are the main squeezes right now. So it's like we've had to create this thing that doesn't exist, this book like you referred to it as. And um, from the beginning, I actually reached out to a nurse that was doing it in her field. And I was like, hey, like. I don't know who to talk to about this because no one's doing this yet. And can you please help me like navigate through this? Like, how have 
like how have you done it how like tell me your success and how you got there and she told me first and foremost create a social media kit social media kit breaks down each individual project that you do for them whether it's a post uh, a reels a tiktok video whatever it may be a story um and secondly never accept anything for free or for trade um i think that part of the job is crappy and i actually started to reach out to a lot of other dental professionals that were trying to jump on the same bandwagon as you or i or Trina and I just yeah. straight up told them, it drives like, down the you, value. you cannot bring down your value. You went to school, you did all this hard work, your prerequisites, your two years and your bachelor's and your master's, whatever it is that you got, you deserve to get paid. These people are getting free advertisement off of you. Just remember that. And they mm-hmm, spend right. thousands, if not millions of dollars each year on advertisements. And you are selling yourself short. Don't ever do that. You deserve every penny that you work for. You put in hard hours of work, whether it's through making the content, create like behind the scenes of just developing the idea. And then afterwards, messaging every single person that asks you a question about the product Mm -hmm. or whatever it is you're posting. I mean, when I post something alone, I probably get 50 to 100 direct messages a day. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that's not including all of the comments that you the have comments. to respond to, which yeah. I also try my best to respond to every single person. So if you include the hours that pre-post to post to after, that's several hours of work. Mm-hmm. And right. I'm sorry, but that's my time. That's money. I could be doing something else. And it if you don't want to be... Yeah, if you don't want to pay me, someone else will. I could be will. in the op making I the could same be cleaning more teeth. Yeah, I, like <laughs> no, uh, but it's about it's a... about dollar per hour, yeah, right? Really it ends up being like, dollar I, per hour. I don't want your free toothbrush. I don't want your yeah. free floss. I yeah. don't want your free head cap. I don't want any of that stuff because it doesn't pay my bills and my hard earned work. And I know that sounds very harsh, but if we don't all jump on that same bandwagon, then they're just going to take advantage of all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. And it drive yeah, it totally drives down the value and in the speaker world we know this like there are eager speakers that are just fresh like fresh out the gate and they're like I want to do my first speaking gig and they're going to accept a speaking gig and they're like I'll do it for $200 and they stand up in front of a crowd and they speak for $200 and then someone else might charge $5,000. And they're like, oh, well, you know, Susie over there is going to do it for 200. So we'll get her to do five speaking gigs for the same amount mm-hmm. that you would do for one. Mm-hmm. And it's totally different. So, yeah, mm-hmm. like I, I totally 100 percent. But, but at the same time, like, it's it's quality over quantity. You know, it's, right. it's really what what you pay for what you get. When I look at your page, Irene, it's immaculate. Like I yeah. see a professional behind it. I not only see a dental Stop. professional, but I see someone that's creative and really Mm -hmm. puts an effort into their work. And I value that because I know how much work it takes to to do those type of things, you know, on top of owning a business and speaking, like, I think that's very commendable and you deserve every freaking dollar. Any Mm -hmm. company is going to offer you. And I guess the main thing is don't sell yourself short. Yeah. So what's next? I want I want to buy one of your sweatshirts. Is that what's happening next? Are we starting yes. are we starting a merch line? 
Is that I what's happening? Merch line. It's just going to begin with sweaters for right now. I did not know how expensive these things were. Yeah. <laughs> and my mm-hmm. husband's you all good about quality. Yeah, my husband's all about quality. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to do the screen paint. I don't like, and I was like, well, you do know embroider costs way more money. And he's like, I don't care. Like your followers deserve like quality product. And that's what we want to put out. And so I'm really excited. Um, I I have one final question before we go into Irene mode. Final Jeopardy. Final Jeopardy, Alex. Um, you know, Irene kind of touched on it, but Jasmine, for for the listeners out there that are looking at what you're doing and they're like, this is so great. And I really, you know, I would like to step into something like this, too. And they then they don't know where to start. Um, What are some things that you did early on that worked really well that you would say or you would advise to other people that are wanting to step into this space to consider doing in their brand? Talk about what you're passionate about pick up the product that you absolutely love and it just comes naturally like everything that you talk about or show shouldn't have to feel forced the moment it feels forced it's not real it's not organic and you want it to be absolutely organic there's so many times where i am um talking on a story and I mess up I just freaking own it on there I'm like oh fuck shit I messed up like (laughs) oh well like it is what it is like mm -hmm. for me or I say the wrong word I do that a lot where like I use a completely different vocabulary word Mm -hmm. and people are like hey like I think you meant to say this and I'm like whoops oh well like you knew what I meant and it does okay (laughs) hold on pause does that bother you because I feel like like people uh, there, you, there's like a whole group of people that are like ready to correct you on like the one thing. And you're like, I think it's so Jan. Funny. I appreciate it. You think it's funny. Okay. I get like irritated. I'm like, really girl. Cause like I'm out here like doing my damn thing. And you're like behind your screen. Like you, d- you said this wrong, you know? I mean, it's like, it's, it's, that's a, that frustrates me. To me, if you have the time in your day to sit there and critique people, Mm. you go, girl. Like, I don't got time on my hands to sit there and critique you and really listen that much to really care. Like, I'm thinking about what I'm going to eat for dinner, how Mm -hmm. my dog is going to get fed, what I'm Mm -hmm. wearing tomorrow, like taking a shower, Mm -hmm. all these different things. Like, I really, I, I find it comedy. Just like, if you have time to do that, that, you keep going, Glen Coco. Yeah, it's just, it's this whole, like, this is what social media has created. It's created mm-hmm. this perception of perfectness all the time. And because of, you know, how many followers you have, which by the way, it's not about the number, it's about the engagement. It's it's created this, like, you are now the go-to person for everything dental related. So you know, I'm sure you get DMs too of like companies we've never even really worked with and products mm-hmm. that I don't even have in my office. And like, how do you feel about this? I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. have an opinion, but it's this falsified. It's like we're in the matrix almost. Is mm-hmm. that way of saying it? <laughs> yeah. No, it's like the dental matrix. Can we call Switch that? The can, red, can this, red can this be the, the name rinse. of the, I think we've figured out the, the name of the episode. It's, it's going to be the dental matrix with just floss it. <gasps> I love it. You're so creative, Irene. <laughs> I love oh, it. Stop it. 
I love it. I love you too. I love you both. So much love here. I, I love what you're doing. I love what you're yes. doing. And I love that you're being true to your peeps and you're being true yeah. to dentistry and you're doing what you love. And there's no shame in that. And there's also no shame in going through rough patches in life. Mm-hmm. I think that it's admirable that you share that with the world. And there are people out there that need to hear it. People yeah. out there that really, really need, yeah, really I need mean, that from the, you. That yeah. was you saying that alone. It's so true. Like when I finally came out and started talking about it, I didn't realize how much support I actually would get from it. And people were just like, I went through it too. Like I never shared that. Like, thank you for opening up about this. I'm going through this myself right now. And I think that's what's wrong a lot of the times with social media is that, you know, we're so quick to post the beautiful moments like, oh, I'm pregnant or, oh, I just got engaged or married, but we don't share like, well, this asshole like broke my heart six months ago and then we got married or Mm -hmm. I've been trying to get pregnant for two years and it hasn't happened. So I went through in vitro, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. I just think like if I can help people feel better about whatever downfall they're going through at the moment I hope that I can provide that little comfort for them that's so awesome I do have Uh, one quick question for you guys though sure patient is like blatantly rude to you or like just says something off the wall are you like a witty like you come back and like you snap back with like a really good comeback or do you just kind of like take it in you're like okay that just happened and you just kind of go on with it. Like what is your personality as a hygienist? I'm so curious because I don't get to work with you guys, but I hope this gives me like a little like snippet into what you're really like. I love this. Here's how we can go about it. Say a patient says, so I've never seen you before. Are you new? Like how long have you been doing this? Do you even know how to clean my clean teeth? So how would you respond? Katrina would throw down. Katrina would throw down in that moment because hell no, are you going to uh, question her capabilities as a clinician of over 10 years by asking her if she's even qualified? She would say, well, she likes the word Janice. She likes the name Janice as opposed to Karen. I do like the name Janice. Well, well, Janice, I actually graduated in 2006 with my bachelor's of from the University of And you know, I have been a speaker for the various topics of periodontal inflammation, periodontology, local anesthetics, and no, I'm not new. I've been here for six years. I've never seen you before. Are you new? I feel like that's what you would do. Mm. A scale of one to ten. Zero. That was no. None of my patients know that I'm a speaker. None of my patients know that I am an educator. No. Yeah. No, this is what I say. I just graduated yesterday. I'm really nervous. That's what I say to my patients. <laughs> I do. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yes, I'm really nervous. And then my assistant's like, no, she, she knows what she's doing. And then we just move on. That's what really? I do. Yeah, I joke with my huh. patient all the time. Yeah. The one thing that I don't joke with my patients about is um, I do get misogynistic patients um, that come in that because I'm a woman, they won't listen to anything I say. And in fact, we have a female periodontist. And even if she comes in and says something, the patient won't listen to her, but a male periodontist comes in and the patient will listen that I don't even like, I'm just like, I'm peace out, dude. Like I'm done. Like I'm not, I, I'm not here to bloviate your like weird inadequacies, like, you know, as a human, like I, I can't, but other than that, yeah, I, I just joke around with my patients. I totally, I just throw it down. Funny. Let me guess what Irene does. Do it. Are you ready? 
I'm ready. I, actually, Irene, you kind of took the way that you described what I I would say is what I picture you saying. Like, my my name is Irina a, a Michelle Ngaku. I am originally a, an immigrant from the Romanian islands. I came to the United States or I came to Canada, wherever I live now. I also study at Harvard. I am Toothlife Irene. You can follow me on Instagram at toothlife.irene. My husband and dog love me. They're obsessed with me. I like I love, I love Celine Dion. I'm really into <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. And so because of all of my, all of my knowledge around Grey's Anatomy, um, I am a far better uh, clinician. Um, respectfully, there's the door if you don't respect that and you can sign a waiver and I will have my front office person, Jan, take care of that for you. You're like 50%. The see the door, the seat. Yeah, you're close. The seat of the door part is actually pretty, pretty, okay. uh, pretty accurate. I mean, I dismissed a patient this week for being rude to my receptionist. I said, this is not the practice for you. I feel like we're not a good fit and we can't provide the service for you. I mean, we have a positive vibes environment. And, um, you made her really upset. So that it's just not going to work out that I'm a hundred percent happy to stand up for anyone in my team for, but, um, why? What do you do? What did you do? Yeah, I what feel do like you this do? Is, there's a there's a deeper yes. seated meaning to this. She's there's no. A reason I was for just really I was just really curious because I get asked that all the time. I don't know if it's because I look like I'm 16, maybe 21. I don't know what it is, um, but I get asked it all the time. Like, how old are you? Like, how long have you even been doing this for? Like, did you just graduate? So my response is like, actually, I just YouTube this right before this appointment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll see how this goes. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm super confident it's going to go well. And then they quickly realize maybe I shouldn't have asked right. yes. that. Like there you that. Go. And it's like, and then after they calm down, I'm like, you know, I went to school for several years and I was in a program for two years where, uh, every day, Monday through Friday, I was at school for eight to 10 hours a day and we were constantly working on patients that are way more difficult than I ever see currently at my practices. Mm-hmm. And I'm very confident in my skills. And I think if you like me, then we'll see each other next time. If you don't, mm-hmm. there's another hygienist next door. Like I'm very you. straight to the point <clears throat> because I know that if I don't put my foot down at that appointment, they will walk all over me each time yeah. Yep. because 100%. they've already made the assumption and have targeted me as a young person that doesn't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm confident, put my foot down, then, you know, either they like me or they don't. And I've never had anyone say, I don't want her again. Yeah, I mean, I'm right. waiting for the day. I know it's bound to happen, but I just feel like you kind of just have to put your foot down with those people. Yeah. Do you know what time it is, Jasmine? Like the time time? Oh, no. <laughs> She's, so, She's so adorable. I love her. It is, it is the time. And so we are called the Tooth or Dare podcast for a reason. I'm not sure if you know this, but um, we end the show with Katrina and I doing a, a visually impaired version of rock, paper, scissors. And then the loser goes up against you. You can choose whether you decide to dish a tooth or a dare or accept a tooth or a dare. Tooths are done right now. Dares are shot and filmed and put on social media um, within seven days of this episode um, airing. So 
while you think about what you want to do, if you want to accept or if you want to dare, Katrina and I are going to do our rock, paper, scissors. And for the rest of you listening, we encourage you all to follow us on Instagram. You can follow me, Irene, at toothlife.irene. You can follow Katrina at the Dental Wine Genus. And we all know you can follow Jasmine at Just Floss It. Slide into those DMs if you have positive vibes. And if you don't, then don't. Ready? Rock. Rock. Paper. paper scissors, scissors, scissors. Shoot. I think you're on a lag. But you won anyway, so I lose yet again. Loser Irene. Jasmine, what up, girl? Is it you or is it me? Oh, shoot. Will you accept mm-hmm. a dare or a tooth or will you dish a dare or a tooth? Can we do a dare? It'll be fun. I promise you. The dares are always right. the best. Do the dare. Right. Okay. Irene's do got the good dares. dares. She's going to do the dare. She's going to do, do the dare. Do the dare. Um, all right. Dare time. I dare you to... Do you know that TikTok dance that goes da 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 do you know that? Do you know that TikTok dance? Mm-hmm. Sure you do. She does. Come on, you know it. She knows okay. it. Okay. Can you can you do that with Helen? Yes. Will Helen do that with you? You can be in full PPE, whatever you I want. I will definitely ask her. She loves Zumba, so I'm sure she'd be down. Yeah. All right. Cool. All That's right. She's really accepted. Good. She's accepted. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks again for tuning in to a very informative episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast. We appreciate mm-hmm. you all for tuning so in. And you know what we say. We will uh, see you when we see you. And in the meantime, peace out, peeps. Cheers. And we're back from the flippity flip. Katrina spent all of the flippity flip rubbing her <laughs> lip gloss or chapstick on. We're, we both are suffering from really dry lips right now. Are you too? Uh, yeah. Super just dry. Parched. parched. If my lips could say words, <laughs> they would just my, say, I'm, I'm so parched. My, my lips could say words. That would be a whole podcast episode. Um, oh, well. <laughs> it would be. Oh, well. Okay, so that was a fun, that was a fun and extremely informative episode. I've so gotten good. to love, 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 love our friend just floss it she's adorable yeah we, I we chit chat now a little bit more than we did before because yeah. i don't think we realized how much we had in common until yeah. we did this episode yeah yeah we and and so, people don't realize too like after we record these episodes and then we're like all right and done and then like sometimes we'll we stay on and like, you had to leave and, you were like okay i gotta go guys why yeah i think i was in california I think you went on a, you went on a date or no something. i did not I go on a date i was in california oh yeah you went to a wine bar by yourself i did and uh, well you no did. that was the plan by the way the plan was to go to a wine bar by myself but none of the wine bars were open so i went to a buca de beppo's whatever that place i hate that place I hate it. And there were a bunch of children everywhere. I felt Why like I was Why do you in a, hate Buka? Ugh, Why just, were there children at Buka? I know, right? That's what I'm saying. So it was like, I was at Buka's and it was like- Was a, it a real Buka or was it like a fake Buka? No, it was a real Buka's. But it was like, there were children. It was like a freaking Chuck E. Cheese in there almost. It was like, ugh, it was like crazy. Oh. And I just wanted to like get work done and I couldn't. I was very distracted. You couldn't have just put headphones in? I did, but the children were louder than the headphones. You don't have noise canceling headphones. I just had my AirPods with me. Oh, I'm sorry for your loss. I know it was it was it was a loss <laughs> of an evening. <laughs> One 
evening at Buka, you will never get that. That's, that's right. Those are minutes of my life that are gone forever because of those oh, children. Man. I just, I don't like Bukas. You know, just you have no. some restaurants that you're just like, no, like Yard House for me. No, I don't like Yard House. I don't even you know, know what people that are like, is. Let's I go don't... to Yard House. I'm like, why? I don't Jan, know what that is. I don't want to go. I don't know what a Yard House is, but <sighs> I'm sure someone is offended right I will now never take you, you there. don't like Yard House. Okay, well, thank you. I don't know if we'll ever see each other in real life. We will. Like, I, don't, I don't know if that'll we ever will happen. We will at again. the ADHA in June is going to be in Phoenix. I don't. I don't. I don't know if that'll ever happen. I don't know if our government will allow us to leave. You're stuck in Canada. You're <laughs> so stuck here forever. <laughs> um, anywho, that is that is it. That is all. I think we've 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 done it. We did it. Uh, we 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 did it. I'm proud of us. Um, I'm very proud of us too. I'm yeah. also very proud of our friends at Hugh Freedy for yeah. two things of many, but sponsoring this episode. Thank you again, and for how neatly and logically you've outlined all of the infection control and prevention resources in your website. Bravo, yeah. bravo to whomever put that nugget together. Yeah, because that was really helpful for me this week. So awesome. Um, yeah, check it yeah. out, you guys. Hop onto their HughFreedy.com. Infection <laughs> control and prevention at the top. And then there's three tabs. Um, the educational resources is the one that I'm referring to that has all of the things from the CDH, CDC, OSAP, ODHA, uh, ADHA, all of the HAs. All HAs. <laughs> all of the HAs. Um, so many which acronyms. Is really helpful. So many acronyms. All of them, which Katrina is partially employed by because she has embodied. I, I she, am them. She, I am you are, you are OSAP in the CDC. <laughs> I try. From inside out. Your blood bleeds OSAP it does. CDC. It does. It does. <laughs> what color would, if you were the CDC and you had a circulatory system, what color would your blood be? I think, I, I th- let's say together, word association. Okay? okay. Well, it's like a rock, paper, scissors this time. Don't cheat. Let's just say on I the count of three, cheat. what color do you think their blood would be? One, two, three. Blue. Black. Blue. You said black? Like, like I say, I think their blood would be black. What? Because all they talk about, and we're not, I'm not talking about oxygenation versus non oxygenated no, blood supply. You are, but blue is No, I'm talking about like, because blue is like, I think of blue as like a <clears throat> sterile color, like sterility. And I think of, and when I think of CDC, I think of them talking about bad things and bugs and bacteria. So that's why I think oh. black. Oh. Yeah, argument that was debate for another time that was interesting we should do more word association we should I think we should we should do a daily word association moving forward okay let's do that At we should, let's do that ne- Every- okay so this was mine you do yours next week i will, next week i will pick be, a word you, association and then we say you it out pick loud. a word associate you pick you pick a theme okay and then we say it out loud. oh my god i love that That's, what a fun I game love this for us let's i do love it. this journey for us i do too let's see how long it lasts it, maybe it'll last a little longer than our episode uh um dedications oh remember when we did that (laughs) remember when we did that (laughs) we did it twice and then we we then we stopped yeah Whitney and I had trouble doing it too because it was like whose turn is it I don't know let's just not do this anymore we dedicate this episode to everyone listening all the time that's just so you know okay to everybody that is it peeps we appreciate you all um and yes um until next time you know peace out peeps cheers you did that one different. You did the flippity flip instead of on the flippity flip. On the flippity flip. I'll there give you, you a bunch, Irene, and you can just use whichever one you no, want. No, please don't, because I don't want to edit this. Okay. Please.
please don't, please don't give okay, me Okay, you're so being many so things. extra with your chapstick right now. <laughs> My lips are so dry. Mine I don't too. know why. I'm, I'm parched. parched. It, I know I am. I am too. It's so because parched. of all the wine I had last night. But um, I'm so parched. I don't understand. That's the name of the skin mask that I put on this morning. It's called <laughs> Parched Skin. Parched. You use your finger to put your lip gloss on. Aren't you afraid of COVID? Okay. First of all, this is Aquaphor. That's I don't know what that is. You know what Aquaphor is? You're putting hand lotion on your lips? It's not hand lotion. It's like... Why are you rubbing it in so much? What is wrong <laughs> with you? It's like 45 seconds of rubbing it in. All I, of the germs. My lips are drinking. Your lips are drinking, so you need to rub them. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. I'm sweating right now. Why am I sweating? I I'm sweating know. too. Why am I, I don't sweating? Know why. I don't know why. Lou! Lou, help Lou's us. Snoozing. Lou. Um, all right. Oh, let me tell you something about where in the world's Carmen San Diego. I could throw a rock and hit Disneyland. Disneyland is closed. Don't do that. You might get, you might get arrested. Oh, I would, I'll, I'd probably get arrested. Uh, all right, here we go. I feel like a Welcome back person. to another. <laughs> I can never do the intro because this one always has to have the first word. Are you ready, Katrina? Can I begin? I am ready, yeah. Welcome back I'm to just another saying episode that. I just, of the Truth or Dare podcast. <laughs> Mini blooper shame. Okay, go, 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 go. Sorry. Right. Yes. Insert, insert thoughts here. Insert, insert. <laughs> I always get nervous. Irene, <laughs> Irene and I late at night like to talk over each other. <laughs> so like, Our oh, editor wait, hates stop, us. Our editor is like, damn it, girls. Stop talking over each other. <laughs> like, I'm just waiting until this he Romanian sent me, he stops sent me, talking. He sent me... He sent me a screenshot once of like his audio because when we record, everyone has their own audio clip. So he like superimposes them. So he sent me like a video of like all of the little itty bitty cuts. And like he would take a laugh of something that you laughed and he would like put it at the back of the episode. And I listened back to him like, I don't remember Katrina laughing at this joke. And he was like, yeah, I added the laugh there. So it made it seem funnier. Um, we we you wouldn't be really human if you didn't yes. succeed all the time i feel like that that would then make you a robot and we cannot be friends with robots right. no we especially can't. on this no. show yeah. no that's oh, not allowed no. uh did you see my instagram post about that question that jeopardy question that i was the answer to the guy that so there was like a dental jeopardy question with a bunch of different doctors on it all male doctors oh. no females and like the question was like I don't know, a Canadian dental hygienist who has a merchandise brand and, and owns her own startup practice. And the, the, the guy that was pretending to be Alex Trebek was like, oh, well, apparently in Canada, you can do this. And it's like, bro, oh, oh, you can okay. do it in the United States, yeah, too. Like, the there's US there's too. just such a gap between patient and hygienist and also doctor and hygienist yeah. scope of practice that I hope that that gap slowly over time shrinks down and shortens. Yeah. Up. I feel like Anyways, in some that. States that that is acceptable is to open yeah. up the practice as a dental hygienist. I don't think it is here in California, which stinks, but. Well, you guys have the, the people writing those practice, letters. Right? You have the AP. AP. Yeah, we have the AP. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. keep writing those letters to adha peeps just do keep it writing yeah. those letters keep keep writing those letters to advocate to advocate for what you want and if you want yes. your own practice keep writing those letters make it happen sister it, it would be brothers. really cool are to we Ooh, except to do Ooh. irene Ooh. <laughs> what, what are you gonna do Ooh. do you want to do a dare instead she wants to do a dare. <laughs> look at her she's like please give me a dare 
She's so nervous. I'm laughing because I really do. Have I will take my clothes off on social media. Please don't make me answer this. <laughs> Shane, Sean, John, can you make that last section just be polite and nice and yeah. Thank Thanks, you. Sean John. Thank you for all you do. Thanks, Sean John. We appreciate you. Just take we out everything you, I said that was bad. <laughs>